0: Welcome to The Torch, a podcast with Brian Gibbs presenting biblical insights and prophetic perspectives for cultural and current events in this hour, contending for personal revival, national awakening, and generational reformation. Produced by Victory, a church of his presence, and Light the Fire Ministries coming to you from Sarasota, Florida. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to The Torch. This is Brian Gibbs. Those of you that are watching, good to see you. (laughs) Those of you that are listening, I'm glad you're here. Come on. We're going to jump right in today. Um, As we always do when we get into the studio here, um, we spend time in prayer. We spend time in preparation. Uh, It's been nice interacting with some of the staff and the team here on the campus today to bring some joy um, but I'm going to be speaking today, of course, this is the torch. Uh, this isn't, and I've said it before, this is not chicken noodle soup for the soul podcast. This is the torch. Um, but I'm going to be dealing with a subject matter that's probably pretty intense today. So I want us to buckle in and uh, I want to go there. I'm already in that frame of mind and uh, in that frame of prayer. I want to speak directly to what we're experiencing right now in America and um you know, we had a, we had a family discussion last night at the Gibbs house, which we have so many of these and, and they're powerful discussions. They're very relevant, uh, discussions. They're adult discussions. You know, our, our kids are not kids anymore. They're young adults. And so we were having a, a very deep and powerful discussion on, on what we're seeing just manifesting all over America right now in the month of June, especially it's just this, uh, I just want to say this from the beginning. We're not turning the month of June over to the LGBTQ. We're not turning any month of the year over to the LGBTQ. Um, But what we're seeing manifest and the debauchery, it's just, it's utterly despicable, despicable what we're seeing. And what is happening with grooming children into this immorality is despicable we've never seen a time like this in the united states of america and it seems like all hell is vomiting all over this country and it's just it's vile we talked about in our family talk last night at our house we talked about just the lawlessness uh, what is happening i i just cannot believe that law enforcement is not locking up these parents that are bringing their children to these drag shows um, in Washington, D.C., uh, all the nudity marching down the streets of our Capitol right in front of children, and police officers are not arresting these people. It's unbelievable. It's really unbelievable. the The level of lawlessness, the level of corruption, the level of sexual immorality and perversion that we are seeing in this hour God have mercy on America. I mean it, God have mercy. We're going to pray at the end of this episode together, and I'm going to share some things today. What I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of take a departure from what we normally do. Last week, I actually read out of um, my book, Bold as Lions, and we took some time on that concerning the Ecclesia. But I wanna speak directly to the subject of homosexuality today, and I'm gonna do it out of my first book. This came out in January of 2015. This book is seven years old. Um, And to God be the glory, uh, the book has went, it's went everywhere to thousands upon thousands of people. Uh, This is unstoppable and unquenchable fire when the burning heart of God ignites a life invades our cities and recaptures a nation. This is a uh, this is a pretty intense book. Dutch Sheets forwarded this book. And uh, it's a very intense book, and I, I don't mince words in it, but I, I do call our nation back to the heart of God, the prodigal nation back to the heart of God and to national awakening and to reformation. I want to speak out of the book today just a few pages that I want to highlight, and I want to speak to this issue of just the debauchery of what we're seeing in our country and literally how the church cannot roll over and, so to speak, hit the spiritual snooze button once again. And it seems like so much of the church is so good at that. They're so good at insulating themselves from what is going on in culture. They don't want to touch what's going on in culture. They don't want to speak to it. Uh, they don't want to collision with it. Um, whatsoever. They, they just want to act like they're doing God a great favor by attending church and giving some offerings, but never entering in and engaging into the cultural warfare. And before I get going into this, I just want to plainly ask you, when are you going to rise up and when are you going to speak for our, ch- our children? When are you going to start protecting those our very innocent ones in our nation that are suffering the most. So let's just start there. So, Father, I thank you for this time and this broadcast. I thank you for those that are listening right now. Thank you for those that are watching right now. I thank you for even enemies of mine that are watching right now. And I want to declare that they, those enemies will soon to be friends and they will come to the Lord Jesus Christ. Father, I bless this episode. I thank you so much for friends and for partners, and I pray that the anointing and the conviction and the fear of the Lord would be upon this episode and this broadcast in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. I'm going to be reading to you um, for the next few moments just out of some pages here out of unstoppable and unquenchable fire. You can get this on amazon.com. You can get it at victoryfla.store. I encourage you to get it. Um, Recently, I did a few episodes for Dutch Sheets for Give Him 15, and um, these just started flying everywhere uh, once again because of it, and Bold as Lions as well. All right, I'm going to I'm going to dive right into these pages. I've just highlighted some portions of the book that I feel like I want to I want to read, I want to convey, I want to let the Lord use it. I just want to let the Lord use it, set it free, let it run its course, let it set fire today and let it <clears throat> let the Lord use this on this broadcast. All right, here we go. America has lost her ability to blush. Take a good look into the darkness. Don't turn your head. Keep looking until your eyes become rivers of tears. Keep looking until your heart is broken in the depths of your spirit. And let it break your heart. Let your wells of compassion burst. Can you see them? Can you hear them? Can you smell the stench of social decay? Our nation is lost in a gross cloud of deception and hopelessness. Let a divine awakening of compassion shake us from our reluctance and resistance to feel the pain and the agony of those lost in darkness right now. America is under siege with scandalous corruption, homosexuality, and violence. The flood of filth is everywhere we look. Our cities are filled with crime, violence, abortion, divorce, suicide, drug addiction, teen pregnancy, pornography, and sexual sins. Our televisions are pouring sex and perversion into every living room. Gay and lesbian agenda, the, the gay and lesbian agenda is advancing in Disney programs ABC Family, Fox Affiliates, and Kids Channels. Now remember, I wrote this, this this was released seven years ago. It's going to sound like I wrote it today. It is no secret that the gay community wants to indoctrinate an entire generation of American children with pro-homosexual propaganda and eliminate traditional values from American society. Their goal is to create a new America based on sexual promiscuity in which the values you and I cherish will be long forgotten. Lesbian activist Patricia Neal Warren has said, it is the first fact of civilization. Whoever captures the kids owns the future. Let me read that quote one more time. This is, you can look this up. This is lesbian activist Patricia Neal Warren. And unless you're living under a rock somewhere, you know exactly who that is. She said, it is the first fact of civilization. Whoever captures the kids owns the future. An entire generation has grown up in a society that will do almost anything for their self-indulgences. America's society is obsessed with feeling good and conditioned to to seek comfort and pleasure. This is not the future that I want for America's children. Homosexuality is no longer just in San Francisco, Seattle or New Orleans. It's not in a back alley or in a back alley issue. It's a mainstream issue and it's in your face. It's in our children's faces through children, or excuse me, through, through children's television movies video games and advertisements sadly many christian parents are asleep at the wheels so to speak not being effective watchmen for the souls of their own children we had better wake up the world is changing rapidly and truth is highly flammable and dangerous in 2015 and i'm going to say in 2022 moral confusion is everywhere Truth isn't fashionable or championed in our world today. Tolerance is the banner and the motto of the day. Sexual perversion and homosexuality is one of the greatest issues of our time. Anyone who stands to proclaim the truth of the Word of God must be prepared for the venomous backlash of hate and attack. Isn't it ironic that the media and the academic elite hold tolerance and diversity above all virtues and yet appear so unwilling to tolerate anyone who dares to claim a belief of absolute right and wrong the absolute sanctity of a human life for the unborn children the biblical definition of marriage between a man and a woman or that god who or a god who holds men accountable for their actions i want to underscore that right right now Let me read that again. A God who holds men accountable for their actions. I think, I believe today in June 2022, we need to hear that once again, not only in the church, but it needs to be heralded everywhere. So these kind of truths, they've become, in fact, culturally incorrect. Let me read on America is in the middle of a massive decision in this country as to whether we are going to embrace a path to- towards total secularism, which marginalizes pe- people of faith or whether people of faith and other persons of goodwill are actually going to rally to the side of those who hold to the moral and biblical values to which have made this country great. And what it is culture is shifting. Our country is heading down a path of moral chaos and decline. Much like Western Europe, religion is now becoming out of fashion. Christians in this country must come to a biblical understanding of where they are with regard to moral issues of our day, issues that relate to life, issues that release, uh, relate to sexuality beyond the outrage the frustration and shameful disappointment and what we see in our nat- in our national leaders where are our tears where is the brokenness are we broken inside can our heart bleed with pain for this generation for our children and for those that are yet to come joseph Caro, who once said this he said according to the weight of the burden that grieves you is the cry to god that comes from you i ask you this are you grieved our leaders are calling evil good our leadership is applauding abominations we're in trouble america has lost her way what will it take for us to find our way back We must have revival and awakening. Not only have secular and political leaders lost their way, there is an alarming erosion, an alarming erosion within spiritual leadership within the church, which is waffling and dizzy with deception. Leaders are afraid to stand with the authority of the Word of God. This is not a Republican or a Democratic issue. This is more than a conscientious debate of discrimination this is an issue of one of morality this is a biblical issue that demands truth for moral clarity do you know what bothers me and brings up a red flag in my spirit it's how strangely silent the church is on this issue we're afraid to discuss it because it may not be politically correct the church needs delivered from a political spirit. We're far too worried that we're going to offend anyone. The fear of man is here yet again. We're afraid that we're going to be rejected or ostracized for standing on God's Word. We sit quietly mute, idly watching the cowardly ministers who are masquerading on television telling America the homosexuals are going to heaven. The Word of God plainly and fearfully tells us this is 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9 and 10. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. It's pretty plain. Here's a quote from George Orwell. In times of universal deceit, telling the truth becomes a revolutionary act. Now, I realize no matter what I say here, I'm going to offend someone. I've laid aside the fantasy that everyone is going to like me or applaud the message. But if you're offended, my advice for you is to go to Jesus or to the Word of God with your offense and see what God has to say about sexual perversion. The word needs to be your final authority. These issues are not going away. You can, you can ignore the cultural avalanche by putting your head in the sand or you can choose phase to face the head on and overcome evil with good. The sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God spoken in love and with compassion and with authority brings change. You cannot remain Silent. I'm going to read on. Where are our men and women of God? Today we have so called leaders in the body of Christ who carry the principles of Jesus, but their personal beliefs and their ministries are anything but Christ like. It's high time that we start recognizing real leaders who are worthy to be followed. And begin denouncing the impostors who are drunk with deception and false teaching. I'm simply amazed how many teachers we have in the pulpits of America who bear no supernatural fruit in their ministries. Many have never seen a notable healing or miracle. They've never cast out demons. They don't flow and operate in the gifts of the Spirit. They're not prophetic. Sadly, many of them are not even students of the Word, and it's abundantly clear when they open their mouths. Yet masses of people flock to their sterile churches and read their self-help books. Christianity is not behavioral modification or a self-improvement and sin management program. It is the indwelling of the Spirit of God which transforms a life from the inside out. His ministry is unparalleled. How is it that so many leaders are comfortable believing their job is making sermons for a living? They have, they have put the highest premium on becoming professional communicators. They esteem teaching and expositing the principles with eloquent words, yet never bringing people into a power encounter with God. They have a form of godliness, but they deny its very power. Their forms and their formulas, yes, they draw the crowd, but they lack substance. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, For the kingdom of God does not consist of talk, but in power. There's a lot of talking, but there's very little power. <clears throat> Something is wrong with this. Why is it that all of our ministries today rarely contend for the supernatural. Sure, it risks ruining a reputation. Many suffer from what I call pneumophobia. Pneuma means what? Pneuma is Holy Spirit, Spirit of God, Breath of God. Phobia means what? It means a persistent, irrational fear of a specific object, activity, or a situation that leads to a compelling desire to avoid it. Pneumophobia has called, caused many leaders to create systems to filter the atmosphere at all costs and to, the, to avoid the Spirit of God, lest they lose control of their order. We live in a time that demands that we clarify what a true leader is in the body of Christ. Let me read that again. We live in a time that demands we clarify what a true leader is in the body of Christ. Many are being conditioned into a weak, impotent, powerless form of leadership. Recently, a, a friend of mine invited me to a church leadership conference, and after reviewing the roster of speakers, I respect, respectfully and simply declined. My friend asked me why I lacked interest in, it, in attending the conference, and my response somewhat surprised him. I said, what is it about these speakers that define them as a leader in your mind? are these people really worthy of being followed is it because they sell a large number of books in the evangelical world or is it because of the notable size of their churches what is it about their personalized lives or stances what excuse me what about their personal beliefs and stances on moral issues let me be clear i'm not against big churches whatsoever however the real crux of what i was getting at is that I had already done my research on the roster of these speakers several years prior. I was continually perplexed of why people followed these types of ministries which looked nothing like the biblical stature of true ministry. Most of these leaders on the roster were very liberal. Carry They also carry a false grace message to the church world. One of the speakers, a very notable speaker, had recently performed a secret wedding in his backyard for his gay son and his partner. One of the other speakers was under the persuasion of Krizlam, a belief that Christians and Muslims serve the same God. No, we do not. Let's get real here, folks. Do you see the trouble we're in? We have lost our way. We don't care if a so-called, excuse me, I don't care if a so-called leader has celebrity status in the body of Christ. People may flock to buy their books, attend their sterile meetings. If such leaders approve and endorse of homosexuality, gay marriage, and abortion, they're not leaders. They are lost. They are blind guides and imposters. Jesus warned us plainly, can a blind man guide a blind man? Wouldn't they both end up falling into the ditch an apprentice doesn't lecture his master. The point is to be careful about who you follow as your teacher. That's Luke chapter 6, verse 39. America's pulpits and churches need more than just a touch from God. They need a cleansing torch. Second Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 through 5. Listen to these words of the Apostle Paul. He said, excuse me, this mic is falling just a little bit here. He said, the time is going to come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and it will turn their ears away from the truth, and they'll turn aside to fables. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, and fulfill your ministry. I'm going to read on here right out of the book. That time is here, ladies and gentlemen. Imposters and counterfeits are amongst us. Turning aside from the truth, deceiving and being deceived, man of God, woman of God, hear me. Follow your doctrine carefully. There is no other solid foundation than that of the Word of God. Emerging leader, emerging of revivalist and evangelist. God has given us unprecedented access to more power than all the than all the armies on the earth combine within the Holy Spirit. Why sell yourself short by becoming a motivational speaker? Do you want to be a polished professional or do you want to be a prophetic voice? Follow the pattern that Jesus set forth to display the power of God and to impart the Holy Spirit. Leaders do not conform to the spirit of this age. Do you want to waste your life away in powerless forms? Or do you want to step out and walk on the water of the supernatural with Jesus? We need burning leaders who are uniquely gifted to host the presence of the Lord and equip the church to do the supernatural works of Jesus. America desperately needs more than hip sermonettes or empty cliched pep talks. Jesus is the pattern for transformational ministry. If you want supernatural ministry, let me encourage you to tap into the resurrection power of Christ and let his word possess you so that you will be complete and thoroughly equipped for every good work. Listen to these words out of Matthew chapter 3. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken by the prophet Isaiah, saying, A voice crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord. Make his path straight. And even now the axe is laid to the roots of the trees. Therefore, every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals that I am not even worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Spirit and fire. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fan is in his hand and he will thoroughly clean out his threshing floor and he will gather his wheat into the barn, but he will burn up the chaff with unquenchable fire. Homosexuality is an illicit lust forbidden by God. He said to the people of Israel, you shall not lie with mankind as a wo- as with womankind. It is an abomination. That's Leviticus chapter 18, verse 22. God says it is an abomination. The Bible also says pride, dishonest business practices, lying, causing discord among the church is an abomination too. According to the word of God, homosexuality is a perversion. Let me say that again. According to the word of God, homosexuality is a perversion. I'm not saying that. God's word is saying that. I'm saying that as God's messenger, according to the authority of the word of God. Are you with me out there? Let me read on. In the Bible, sodomy is a synonym for homosexuality. God spoke plainly on the matter when he said, there shall be no whore of the daughters of Israel, nor a sodomite or a of the sons of Israel. That's Deuteronomy chapter twenty three verse seventeen. The whore and the Sodomite are in the same category. A Sodomite was not hear this, guys, I'm reading, but listen good. A Sodomite was not an inhabitant of Sodom, nor a descendant of or of the inhabitants of Sodom, but a man who had given himself over to homosexuality, the unnatural vice for Sodom of which it was known. Now, this is all through Romans 1. I'm not going to take the time. Read Romans chapter 1, verses 20 through 32. Very, very clear there. I'm going to read on. Without a doubt, there is so much at stake right now. We must stop cowering down in the dark. We must get on our face and cry out to God with unstoppable and unquenchable passion. Praying for awakening in our country. We must repent of these sins and wickedness. And that God will be merciful and he will come and deliver us from this destruction and the wages of these sins. Oh, may America turn back to God. Who alone can save and rescue and deliver our generation. Man of God, woman of God. There can be no room for compromise in this hour. Our nation's moral fabric is ripping at the seams. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit to light our hearts afresh. We must awaken now. We must arise and shine and preach the word with uncompromising conviction and passion with signs and wonders following. For the sake of millions upon millions of souls being lost, children, teenagers, college students, fathers and mothers right here in our nation, we must not retreat from this vile darkness, but we must arise and overcome it with grace and truth. Are we brave enough to fall on our faces and beg for God to lay his heart on ours and invade our world for the sake of the lost? I say, oh, God, light the fire again. Lastly, in closing words out of Unstoppable and Unquenchable Fire, we now distribute condoms freely to our children in public schools all across America. Homosexuals parade half naked down our streets in our nation's capital, demanding special rights as a minority. In nearly 50 years, the American death culture has slaughtered over 60 million unborn babies from the womb. And I want to ask you, friend, as you're listening, does all this disturb you? Is what you're seeing right now in June of 2022 with all of these drag parties, with, with what's happening to our kids, the indoctrination in our schools, I want to ask you again, does this disturb you? Are you even willing to be disturbed? Maybe I need to ask that question again because so many are insulating themselves in the church. So many are putting their head in the sand. It's unbelievable. Are you even willing to be disturbed? I want to ask another question today. Who's weeping? Who's weeping for America? Who's weeping for the children of the United States? who's weeping for the kids that are in sex trafficking right now. (laughs) My God. Can you hear the cries that are coming up out of our city, my friend? And I want to ask today, where is our true leadership? Where are our men and women of God? Where are our fathers and our mothers? In closing, make no mistake about it. We cannot afford to roll over and hit the spiritual snooze button once again i want to pray i want to pray today for our country i want to pray for the soul of our nation i want to pray for an awakened conscience in the united states i pray that god will have mercy on this country folks those of you that are watching me right now those of you that are listening what what we are seeing the vomit of hell pouring out of this country Folks, we have to see a national revival, an awakening. We have to see a turning. And it's only going to happen if the church tr- truly prays and gets out and speaks the truth of the Word of God. And if men and women of God will herald the Word, they'll not be ashamed to speak the Word of God with truthfulness and boldness and in love and with authority and with the dripping anointing of the Holy Spirit upon it. We were just downtown just last week. A week ago, actually, a week ago today. We were downtown preaching on the streets. Over three hours worth of service and messages, 22 souls gave their life to Christ. Most of them college students, young adults, and teenagers. It was phenomenal. People hearing the powerful proclamation of the gospel, and I mean an uncompromising, unfiltered, No politically correct gospel. I'm talking about a real gospel. 22 young people gave their lives to Christ. The harvest is ready. The harvest is available. We have to go forward and speak. Speak the truth. Speak the truth. I pray to God that you will rise up. Whoever you are listening to me, whoever you are watching me, I pray that you would be set on fire with the love and the heart and the fire of God, the presence of God, there would be a burning, a burning in your spirit. And that God would make you a voice. His word would be like a fire in your belly. His word would be like a fire in your mouth. God would give you words of power, words right here. The word of God would be like a fire in your mouth. Father, today in Jesus' name, we pray for your mercy upon america we pray for your mercy and deliverance to come to this land god from sexual immorality from sexual perversion god deliver us from homosexuality deliver us from this vile trans drag movement lord it's trying to steal our kids Father, we renounce and we repent of sin. We repent of homosexuality. We repent of lesbian lifestyles. We repent of the indoctrination over our kids. God, we ask your mercy will triumph over judgment. And God, even that your mercy will release your righteous judgments in this land to bring us back to you and cleanse us from this filth. We pray for the fire of your Holy Spirit to torch through this land and cleanse us. We pray for the fear of the Lord. We pray for the conviction of sin, the conviction of the Holy Spirit to come upon America. We pray for a thundering of the Word of God, a thundering of the anointed Word of God from messengers. I pray that you'd make children messengers, teenagers in junior high school, high schools, college campuses, universities, I pray that you would raise up messengers to thunder your word, God. They'd have no fear of man in them. They'd just be boiling over with your love and with your passions, with heaven's agenda in the name of Jesus. Father, for those that are listening, for those that are watching, I bless them today I bless them and I strengthen them. I strengthen their families. I bless you fathers listening that are fathering your families, you mothers that are mothering small children. Those of you that are praying about homeschooling your kids, I pray you move forward in it. Those of you that are praying about launching a new Christian school, I pray that you advance and you move forward, that God gives you everything that you need, everything, every piece of wisdom, every teacher, every leader, every instructor, every coach, whatever you need, I pray that it comes to you. And that Jesus builds the house. That you'll not labor in vain. That the Lord will build the house. And it'll be filled with His anointing. I pray, Lord, for pastors. I pray for real shepherds and pastors that are after Your heart, Lord, across America. That You keep them burning. That they would not be overwhelmed with discouragement. Set Your peace upon them, Lord. Set Your peace upon them jesus you are building your church at the gates of hell shall not prevail against in this hour we speak righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost which is the kingdom of god upon america and it's in jesus name i pray this today amen and amen i want to thank you guys for being with me my heart is heavy for our nation my heart is burdened i know yours is too I know the tribe I know the type of people that are joining us on the torch I thank God for you I thank God my wife and I thank God for your prayers thank you for supporting our ministry thank you for helping us thank you for praying for a miracle property for our ministry here in Sarasota it's gonna manifest it's gonna come forth thank you for every dollar you've sown thank you for letters you've written me thank you for emails thank you for text messages had, I came in this office this week, was shocked by a brand new partner that sent me plaques. I had these special plaques made, it just touched my heart, just blew me away from Montana. And was so touched by my books, and just had these incredible plaques, artful plaques made of lions and lambs and eagles, and just incredible. Guys, I just thank you so much for partnering with me, with Bren with victory at Church of His Presence, and to all of you, our Light the Fire Ministry partners, I couldn't do it without you. I'm so grateful for you. I love you guys. I think of you often. I pray over you. My wife and I pray over you. We're so thankful for you. Guys, thanks for joining us. Um, In closing, before we close, if you have not registered for our conference in August, August 12, 13, 14, with um, Pastor John Kilpatrick, Dutch Sheets, and myself. You want to register today at victoryfla.com. Registration fee is only $10, guys. We're doing that because we understand everybody, what's going on in our country. We just need to cover expenses. That's all we're doing. No one's getting rich off of this. We are covering expenses, all right? We want to bless our guest speakers, but we got to cover our expenses. $10 a person, August 12, 13, 14, Pastor John Kilpatrick, Dutch Sheets, and, of course, myself. Join us, guys. It's going to be a powerful time. Register today, victoryfla.com. Spread the word. Spread the news. Go on our social media. Spread this to friends. All right? It's going to be a powerful, powerful time. It's going to be a very significant time. I believe God is going to speak words into the body of Christ and into individuals' lives that are going to be revolutionary. All right. I love you guys. I bless you. May the Lord strengthen you today. Keep the fire burning and I'll see you next week.